What's going on, everybody? This is Marquise Taylor, and this is... Deshaun Lies, what it do? That's right, and we are on the dotted line. We got another episode for you guys today. Today, we're going to be talking about the top five moments of 2018 for us. Yeah. Our top five moments of 2018. So, we're going to jump right into it. The first thing that we're going to talk about is the Kanye West thing. Oh, where he says slavery was a choice. The fact that he said that earlier this year, that's crazy. Man. How you feel about it? Man, it was a um <laughs> it was a crazy uproar when he said that. Um everybody took it the way they should they should take it. Because when you hear something like that and slavery was a choice, it's hard to process that right away. Because the way it's like Kanye said that and left people hanging. But we been, we actually did an episode about that and TMZ kinda created that narrative leaving what Kanye said after he said that line. They kind of cut the, the clip up, so that's all you heard, they was putting it out. So, um, that was a crazy situation. Kanye had, um, he was supporting Trump a lot this year. He was supporting Trump a lot this year. He was saying this. I get some of the things that Kanye did say, what he's trying to say. He just can't articulate himself well, and people's gonna take what he say the wrong way, period. Period. And he doubled back. He went. He was in Chicago radio station. And he was like, "I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I said that." Like, yo, Kanye, stand, stand on what you said, brother. Like, who cares what people, who people say? They gonna still buy your shoes anyway. So, absolutely. And on top of everything, first of all, I'm a Kanye West fan. Ever since his first album, College Dropout, Late right. Registration, love all of his music. But um. I feel like yeah, when he speaks, he you when you speak about something is a subject that's that touchy, you have to articulate yourself better, and right. also you really need to do your research because you don't want to sound like an a hole, and then everybody take what you're trying to say out of context. <clears throat> that's when you have problems, right? And that's what happened with Kanye. I mean. Like you said, they chopped the, the TMZ uh, interview up. Yeah, I mean, interview, right. yeah, I, I heard the full interview, so I heard everything that he said, but he still left too much room for, you know, interpretation. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was a really big moment, really big moment this year. And and he and it was it was crazy because he he had a he had a good album out and he did the album with Tiana Taylor he did her album Nas great work Push and Pusha T great work so it kind of took away from what he was doing this year so hopefully Kanye have a bounce back 2019 that he's not rubbing people the wrong way like he was doing this year you know so. Um, the advice I get for Kanye, man, Kanye, stand on whatever you said. Just stand on it, period. You stand on it, you'll be fine, man. And like I said, you're sh they still gonna buy your shoes, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we gonna move on to our number two. The number two moment of 2018. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Yes, sir. Wakanda Forever. Great movie. One of the best gross movie in 2018 the biggest um all black cast um a black lead role very special and it's crazy because like two years ago um it was an oscar situation that it wasn't enough black 
leading roles. So we ha it was a special moment uh, for the culture. Black Panther, great movie, and it kind of it kind of started off to the other Marvel film, The Avengers. So it, it gave us something great, and then we had something. Boom! Another one, The Avengers, and Avengers ended well also. So that was a good that was a good movie. Yeah, they, they was both really good movies. Um, Infinity War, a lot of feelings got hurt. If you didn't see it, I don't know what you've been doing. Right. But um, yeah, Black Panther, man. They even the villain in Black Panther. <laughs> Shot goes out to Michael B. Jordan. Uh, he did stand. Killmonger. A lot of people resonated more with Killmonger because what he stood for, what he was saying in that movie. Right. So um, you know, even as a villain, it was like. Like, well, he kind of got a point right. there. You kind of, you kind of was rooting for Killmonger, um, especially yeah. as you know, being a, a, a being a young black male in America. He's kind of a voice for you, you guys, and you kind of felt sensitive to that moment and understand what he was saying. So that was a special moment. And shout out to Michael B. Jordan. He's killing it right now. He's like the, he's like. He's like the next Will Smith when it comes to movies right now. He's killing it right now. He's he's killing it. He got Creed two out right now. But yeah, um, that was a, definitely a great movie. Um, great for the culture. The biggest movie in 2018. All oh, black cast. <laughs> that special. And shot goes out to Chad with Bozeman, aka T'Challa, oh, aka the Black Panther. Right. He, he did, did his face. He did an amazing job. It was so awesome what he did for um for that movie. And I, I saw him on Saturday Night Live when he was um <laughs> he's talking like he's talking like T'Challa. He was in that character and then it was like uh, a a Jeopardy. it was Saturday Night Live, it was like Jeopardy. And they it was it was a funny joke. I'm not gonna go too far into it, but he was saying like no, he was like, no, no mashed potatoes, some shit like that. It was funny, <laughs> it was funny. But um, yeah, that was a special moment in 2018. He'll go for number three. Number three is the rap battle. Drake, Pusha T. Great, great moment. Great moment in hip hop. Because these is two of the pioneers of hip hop. Um, Drake is the lead dog, Pusha T. We know him from the clips. We know him from even his solo projects. He's killing it, and he's with Kanye West. And it was a lot of drama leading to it. And you know, Pusha T been having slick lines here and there for years. Drake been having slick lines here and there for years. So it was a, so Drake got tied up. Drake put this record out, and I was like, whoa! When I heard that. I was like, whoa, Keith, that was crazy. Duffy was good. I, oh, man. I enjoyed Duffy, man. The, the wordplay was there. The bars was there. Uh, what he say about that invoice at the end of that track? Oh, man. He really sent dope. that invoice. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he sent it to what, Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, that was special. That was a special moment. And, and like I said, my opinion, I thought Drake won the whole battle. Um, That's not the popular pick because the way... um. Pusha T this was. What's the name of Pusha T's this? The name of it? Oh, Pusha T joint. Story of Adidon. Right. That he exposed him. I was so surprised. Pusha T took that route. He took that route like, I'm gonna expose him. I thought it was gonna be more of a little lyrical thing. Being lyrical, show me a pivotship is that, but he took the role like I'm exposed him. Dre, you got a kid <laughs> that Dre tell nobody about. His baby mother. Baby mother. Who she is. Um, you have a deadbeat dad. 
and you would then be, um, he talk about 40. I was like, man, that, that, was, that was kind of cool. He but. said, tick, tick, tick. I'm like, yo, man, come on. But, you know, it's a battle. Um, the gloves is off at that point. I just don't like how it ended. Um, Jay Prince intervened, said, yo, it could get ugly. I said, how's it going to get ugly? This is the way rap is, man. Like, Jay Prince, he's very, he's a humongous influence in the rap industry. But please stay out of that, man. Stay out of that. He said Drake was in his career. Well, let's see him in Let's see him in Pusha T's career, then. Let's see him make a attempt. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he would have ended his career, but. Right. I mean, you got, you got two artists that. Both of these guys are great artists at the end of the day. Uh, but Drake have more to lose than Pusha T. Yeah. Have to lose. Because well, Drake is the lead dog. So how would he end his career? That's true. That's true. Unless, unless he put out a video that Pusha T did that he don't want nobody to see. Does that exist though? We don't know. Right. <laughs> so We don't know. So I felt like I felt like that whole situation, and then it, it, it went as far as Drake had to completely change his album up a little bit. He had to completely change the album up a little bit. Um, the second part of his album, he was he was explaining his um pretty much his kid and his whole situation. Cause Drake don't ever open up to us. He don't ever open up to us. He don't ever, he don't do too many interviews, so we don't know what Drake's real life is. We don't know. So he opened up, he had no choice to open up and answer those questions. Answer those questions for um for us, what Pusha T did, because Pusha T opened up Pandora Box. The closest we got to that was in that emotionless track that he dropped. Oh my God, that was amazing. He that said, was I, I wasn't hiding my, my, my kid from the world. Wait, what did he say? No, I wasn't hiding... My kid from the world, I was hiding the world from my kid. Right. Yeah. Special, special line. And it's true. Um, I felt like Pusha T, I don't, like, Drake, he don't owe us nothing. He don't owe us anything. Like, if he don't want to put his business out on Front Street, he shouldn't have to. Um, He know how evil, he know how evil things may be if you put your personal business on social media. So... That's true. <laughs> you got to be careful. So I didn't really get that part. I was like, well, well, Drake did the right thing. He don't want to put his business up on Front Street. So I just want to hear the bars. I don't care enough about these guys' personal life. I just want to hear the bars. But you got to remember, when you're that big, you're that famous, you got people that you're pretty much open to the public. So a lot of things can get shown. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're a public figure. Bro. You're out in the public. You're famous. So if the media get a hold of something and puts it out, that's a little bit of what you signed up for at the same time in that light. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I do agree with that because if you is a celebrity, you signed up for your personal business to be out if somebody get a hold of it. But Drake been doing a great job putting that private. So... When somebody said, so why are you doing this? Why you got a kid you ain't tell nobody about? I said, that's the part I'm more more so on Pusha T. Like, like because he he wants his stuff private. He don't, nobody, you don't need to know his private life. Like, come on. like, And you had that man to be able, he had to explain himself on the album. So it was it was it was unfortunate, and even and even like back to um Kanye. Kanye said he he because Drake said on 
the barbershop with LeBron James and Ma Maverick Carter. Maverick. He was, yeah, he was out there with LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of LeBron's people. Um, he was saying that Kanye had to tell Drake about his kid and stuff like that because they was neighbors. Like, what you thought about that? You thought that Kanye told or because Pusha T said something completely different on the Joe Budden podcast. He said it was Forty had a chick he was messing with, and Forty was pillow talking to the chick, and the chick was going. The chick told Pusha T. I'm, hey, listen, man. I can't say for sure. I'm not sure, but it, it could happen, man. It could have happened that way. It could have been a chick that uh, 40 was pillow talking with, and she that, just went out there and bloop. Right, you right. You never know. Yeah, because a lot of people, especially women, um, certain dudes like to vet, too. They like to vet. You get a little licky in you. You feeling good, or if you feel like... Uh, a certain a certain female is really down for you. You may say her, you may tell her things that you won't tell your boys anything. So you felt comfortable. Um, I kind of believe that. Um, I do believe that a little bit more than Kanye saying it. Cause I don't, I don't see. But we gotta be careful, Kanye. Kanye very calculated. You know, you see the moves he's been making. You know, he wants to be in the headlines. He wants to be relevant. He wants to be. Like how Takashi Six Nine do, do uh, like he did. He's in prison now. Um, like he did, you know. He was always doing stuff to be in the headlines. Kanye West may be that person because his music is not as good as it was back then. Uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I love say Kanye. I still love Kanye music. But I'm saying as a whole, people saying that his music isn't as good. I said no. It's, his music fine. Even Kanye. I mess with his music. <laughs> hey, when you go through stuff in life, your music evolves. Right. You know what I mean? You, your music changes with you. Right. Your ears need to evolve, man. Exactly. But yeah, that was um, yeah, that was a great battle. That was a great battle. Um, but it was another battle that we gotta speak about it. Number four. Number four. Number like four. four. Like the four horsemen. Number four. Um, Eminem. MGK. Yup. Um, Eminem. He, um, he had an album earlier the year that was wasn't that good, and then he felt like he owed he owed his um his fans like forget the political evidence. I owe y'all. So he came with another album. What was it? Um, what what was the name of his album? It was I've got the name of his album. Please put it in the comment. Let me know and whatever. I know it in my head, but it can't project out. But he. Eminem was going in on a lot of people. He's going in on Joe Buttons. He was going in on Tyler Crater. He was going in on, on you know, Machine Gun Kelly. He's going in on a lot of people on there. Machine Gun Kelly responded, and then everybody was surprised. Machine Gun Kelly went in. He actually went in. It was a great little, great little diss. He definitely went in. It was a great little diss. And then it took Eminem a while to respond. And Eminem response, I put you to bed, kid. Have to put you to bed, so it wasn't nothing. It was like too much of a great battle, but it was entertaining. It was, you know what I say, man. It was definitely pretty good. MGK did a lot better right. than a lot of people expected him to. I like the Kamikaze. I like the, Sorry Kam about that. It was Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Yeah, Kamikaze. the joint that M dropped. Right, <laughs> dope album, by the way. Right. Um, but MGK, he he did pretty good, at least in my opinion. 
Um, a lot of people felt like he actually beat him. I don't understand. That's what I don't understand. I don't understand why people saying that he beat him. Like it was, it was, it was cute. It was cute, like cute little this. But come on, man. Like what are we doing here, man? Like Eminem got bars, man. If listen, if you listen to the the track that uh the disc record that Eminem dropped after MGK dropped his, then you know what really happened there. Right. But you know, for people just to say, "Yo, MGK destroyed," like hold up now. That's hold what, up now. That's why. That's what I don't get because there's there's fools out here that's saying that MGK killed them. I said, yo, MGK, he had a lot of slick, little, cute, little bars, but some of the stuff that Eminem say, it's off your head. You may not be able to comprehend what he just said. So that's the reason why I guess society is dumbed down to the point that you know mediocre lyrics that they can comprehend they can get yeah, things that they can't get is off their head they may be like oh that's whack i'm like okay you don't understand it so you're just being lazy you better look it up yeah i mean not to jump all the way off off course but even with like artists like lupe fiasco right right same thing lupe bars is just different like Very different for a few things you might have to look it up and you might have to get a little bit of clarity but when you put it together it's like like damn, really? Yo, damn. Put, like, yo, yeah. You put that joint together, you like, yo, this dude is like a walking dictionary when it comes to the vocabulary he have and his lyrics. It's like amazing. It's like amazing. It's flat out amazing. So, you know, like I said, that was um that was a decent battle. I, I the Drake and Pusha T battle was more entertaining. Um it was it was a lot of suspense on that. It was more suspense on that than this one. But nobody didn't expect MGK to win this battle. You know, they were like, yeah, he wins or not or whatever, man. So you know the you know what it is, man. I like the record though, man. I, I listened to it a few times. I like I like the MGK record. It was, it was it was cool. Right. It was dope. So that was our fifth. Fourth. Fourth? Oh that was the God. fourth. The fifth. We how could you forget the man? Meek Mill. I'm sorry, Meek. I'm sorry, Meek. We we can't end it like this. So okay. This we gonna do. We're about to take a quick, quick commercial break. Um we're gonna talk about the fifth biggest moment of 2018 and whatever man the year's about to end meek mills coming out of prison and meek mills making moves meek mill album we're gonna talk about it we'll stay tuned 2.2 yes sir free is when the tv ain't controlling what we see told my niggas i need you through all the fame you know i stay true pray my niggas stay free made a few mistakes but this ain't where i want to be before i'm judged by 12 put a 12 on my feet Told my niggas I need you. Stay up, I know these times ain't true. And we're back. Yes, we're sir. Back. And now we're gonna talk about uh the man, the legend. We're gonna talk about Meek Mill, man. You know, he was locked up. He came home again, and he's doing this thing. He dropped his album championships. Tough album, hard album. And he's also doing a lot of other things, man. We gonna talk about it. Yes, I'm so proud of Meek Mills. Meek Mills, um, man, you know, unfortunate. Unfortunately, the judge tried to get him 
and I guess she has some a hidden agenda. I guess she ain't like him personally, so she tried to take him down for like a uh, a small little probation. Um, cause he violated his probation. I think doing popping a willy or something like something stupid like that. And then he go do like another two years, and which is is, is extremely dumb. We used to actually talk about that talk about that in one of our episodes, which it was um. It was crazy, it was unfortunate, but Meek Mills definitely had a big year this year. He definitely had a big year. Like, even you saw the Philadelphia Eagles, they Super Bowl run. They was playing nothing but Meek records. All Meek records. Like, I was, like, you get you goosebumps when you hear dreams and nightmares. And then when Meek finally came home, you know, that year, you know, Meek came out, he came out doing, doing as much as he can. You know, you see him on CNN talking about prison reform. You know, you see him making making all these different types of moves that is trying to help people, help the voiceless out there, people that don't have that platform because he only got out because he's a celebrity. A lot of people in that circumstance, in that circumstance, don't have money to get to have the best lawyers, don't have don't have the clout that he has to be able to for people to get him out. He had Robert Kraft, um, the Patriots um, owner. The Patriots football team owner, Robert Kraft coming to coming to him. The 76ers owner. He has so many powerful people, you know, putting pressure on the system to get him out of there. And now Meek Mills is he's trying to pay he's trying to pay back what they did for him. He's trying to get other people back, man. That's powerful, man, man. Meek, man, salute to you, brother. Absolutely. I I'm I'm proud of Meek, man. He's trying to reform this whole system. He's trying to get get certain things changed, certain laws changed, and like you said on CNN, he <laughs> I, I, I forget the guy's name that interviewed him, but it was yeah, yeah he it was it's like come on, dog. And then Meek was he asked him the question like, yo, so do you think a kid, a young black man in America, you think he pulled the gun out on a bunch of police, right? And he's still living? And dude, dude got real quiet. He act like he ain't want to answer the question. Right. You know, he was asking him, "Hey, if you came from a from a neighborhood that's you, you know see nothing but killing, murder every, every day, day, seven days a week, would you, would you carry, you carry a, gun? a gun?" Dude was like, "Yeah, I probably carry a gun. Yeah, you would carry a gun." Yeah, because people people that come people for the guy he was talking to, he came from probably um a great background that he won't have he ain't had to deal with seeing conflict situations like that. He didn't have to deal with adversity when it comes to the upbringing. Yep. I'm not talking about anything else, because I don't know his life, but I'm talking about as far as the upbringing, that the adversity you have to, you know, you have to freaking get through, man. And, you know, Meek was telling him the circumstances that we go through every day, you know, like... Like I was, I was born and raised in North New Jersey. You know, it, my life could have been completely different. And and like I was, see me, I had like I had like people older than me that was always in my ear, even if I didn't want to hear them. They was always in my ear, always in my ear, always in my ear. Yep. And then it resonate. The older I got, they was always in in like in my ears, in my conscience, and. And that's why I started to I started to listen when I got older. That's not the case. That's not the case on um, with a lot of young kids out here. They don't have that. I was I was fortunate to have that. A lot of a lot of these young kids don't have that. That's in 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 these conflict environments. They not they don't have that. They don't have that that role model or 
or just a, a, a OG that could tell them like, yo, young blood, you know, you do it like this. They have their teachers, but you know, they're not necessarily teachers in school. You know, this, this is hard. Absolutely. When you when you go home and you gotta you get out of school and you gotta walk through this environment where there's people selling drugs. You know the guys outside they hold their guns. They try to make sure don't nobody take over their block, mess right. their money up. You know that you see that. Right. You see that, and then those are the type of people that you see with the money in the neighborhood. You know they're able to get the cars and do certain things. Right. You know they they flash a little bit of money. You know they they can go out to the club and do X Y and Z. Come back. You know they got beautiful women with them and all of that. Right. But like like Deshaun said, if you don't have anybody positive in your ear that's going to say hey it's a better way that's not the way to do it and you're going through the daily struggle you know your your parents might not have the money you might be in a single parent household whatever your situation is of course you're gonna you're gonna want to find ways to make money and protect yourself right. whether it's legal or not nine times out of ten it's gonna be illegal so because it's all about because you're trying to survive it's like the hunger games um, the Hunger Games, they just put a bunch of people in a conflict environment for them to be able to survive. So they're doing everything they could to survive, even if they had to kill somebody. That's pretty much what it is. A whole bunch of kids killing each other. That's all the Hunger Games was, and it's messed up to say, but some of the... And this, this even, it's not even just, you know, like... In the cities, you could talk about trailer parks or any environment where right. it could be any race of people put in a bad situation. You see it in other countries all the time. You put anybody in a bad situation and they only see one way to get out of it or right. to make money, of course they're going to take that way. They, they don't see anything else. So they have to be shown something different. And they gotta know about the opportunities that's out there. Nah, exactly. And we're gonna talk about a Meek Mill album, Champions. We listen to it right now. Um, Meek Mill had a great album. I gave it. I gave Championships. It like a, I gave it a nine. He had a he had a lot of great albums, and and you can hear the growth when you hear some of the tracks on his album. Like I love Trauma. Trauma is a very powerful record to me. And he's talking about his his uh, environment and a, a line that was so pivotal. When he was talking about his judge, he was like, like his judge being black and try to lock him up forever. He really, that was the time that he was questioning, questioning like his love for his people. Cause he like, well, wait a minute, you, you a sister, you should be helping me or whatever. And that's what he questioned like, yo, should I even love my people or whatever? And he questioned, so that's a really pivotal thing because we actually done society like that too with the self hate. Self hate is very pivotal in in our uh, community. Um, killing each other for no reason. Um, we talk about survival. I get that. I don't, but I don't condone like I don't condone like you taking somebody's life. And, you know, you I never understand you robbing somebody in the same project as you. You need to be deleted. <laughs> he said deleted. deleted. I'm not saying killed. I'm just saying that it needs to be like a Thanos moment, like when you just disappear. Yo, yeah, just have you like that with this way. People that people that do stuff like that, I feel like they need to just disappear and have them float in space. They can have their oxygen. They can live forever, but have them just float in space. I would love. It. 
That should, I would love that. Just have them float. They say get them out of here. Get them out of there. Float is I just never understand that. But um, he was talking. He was talking about that. He was just talking about trauma in the community. Um, it's it's man, great album, great album. I must say. Oh, I my 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 record is uh, what's free. Mm. Him is Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and Jay Z. Oh God, Jay Z, man. Now listen, <laughs> is Meek song. Don't get it twisted. Meek did it. He definitely did his thing. I, I really like the hook that he threw up there. Bliss free. Yeah, I, I love it. But when Jay-Z came up there and Jay-Z said, man, yo, again, he's talking about being self-sufficient, man. Like, yo, right. you got to find a way to be self-sufficient. Make this money. And what he say, who's your employer with the hairpiece? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, I keep hearing that a lot lately, like, you know, you work for an employer, so how can you be free? I mean, right. it's it's all about the mindset at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's what you want out of life. But back to the album, um, McMill's, um, Championships. very proud, very proud um, you know, feeling like winners. Uh, I get goosebumps hearing, hearing a lot of tracks on the album. Uh, I feel like he deserved album of the year. One of the biggest records. Um, and young artists, y'all need to look at this man and look at the growth. Look at the growth. And if he ever reach out to you, you know, listen to this man. Man been through a lot. He been through a lot. Like nappy dreads, rapping in Philly, North Philly. And then he's he's this man today, man. It's it's amazing. Um, everybody gotta evolve. Everybody gotta get better. You know, salute to the great music. Salute. <coughs> so we gonna wrap it up though. Oh, definitely. Um, we gonna wrap it up. Um, let me get a quick shout out to um Ain't No Telling podcast with um the homie Darrell Adams and Dave B. They got a new episode out right now. Um, talk, they big sports podcast if anybody likes sports. So follow them. They talk about my Dallas Cowboys. I see I'm sporting the <laughs> the Christmas hat. Um, you know, support them and also Mask One Photos in Cali. Mask One Photos. Go to IG right now. Mask One Photos. Support them also. So Marquise. Give us a quick final thought about the whole topic because uh, the year is about to be out. Oh yeah, great year. A lot of a lot of good, a lot of bad things will come out of this year. Hopefully for everybody out there, it's been more good than bad. Hopefully this year was a a really good learning experience for right. you. And um, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to Rock Lee. <laughs> Rock Lee, listen, I don't know who watched Naruto, who cares about it, but uh, I don't know, that's the man right there. But um. Yeah, uh, real quick, I'm just going. I'm just going to hurry up and finish wrapping it up. Um, like I always say to everybody out there, the best thing that you can do is love yourself. Please love yourselves because nobody else got to do it. Right. Don't look for nobody else to do it. You got to love you. Right. And that's it. You already know. My name is Deshaun Lyons, and this is Marquise Taylor. This is on the dotted line.